Radio Free Gilbertsville podcast. Gilbertsville, New York's mayor, Mark Muller, talks to longtime residents, discussing their stories and the stories of their small village in upstate New York. Through these candid conversations, we hear about the joys and struggles of small village living, and of course, we hear about the hilarious things that only happen in a small village. I'm here with Tim Maine, um, and he's having qu- quite a event here in Gilbertsville. Uh, I'm going to ask Tim if he wouldn't mind sharing some thoughts about his event today. Well, Mark, what this is all about is kind of a memorial celebration to my late wife, Jane Evelyn Higgins, who, if you lived in Gilbertsville, she's been here about 25 years. Uh, Jane passed away from complications of cancer back on the 1st of March of this year. And Jane was uh, of the type, she didn't want a lot of publicity associated with her death. So we had no formal funeral services. So I got thinking about it. It might be fun to open up her old barn. She had art galleries there, display her work, and have a celebration of life with not only the local people, but people from the surrounding areas. And if I selfishly look at it, this is helping to heal my heart a little bit. It's a little bit of closure, and I am so pleased to hear the comments from the people here today. Not only that they like the art, it's interesting, or the pizza's good, but how much Jane played a part in their life, how much her work did. And uh, this is just a wonderful experience I'm having today. And I'm sure if you take the opportunity to talk to others, you'll, you'll hear that same type of information. Well, as I look around underneath this tent, there are right now early on in the event there's 50 or 60 people and they're all enjoying the food and and the memories and and well you know gallery i'm lucky i have some old friends here today they've helped me set up uh they've helped me do the cooking as you know we've got pizza and speedies (laughs) and hamburgs and hot dogs and a variety of things and so many of the people have brought favorite dishes of theirs to share and uh, we hope a lot more people come, Mark. This is wonderful. I'm so glad to see a positive atmosphere in a day and age when there's so much negativity. Oh my gosh, the Gilbertsville is is a, a village full of artists, and all the artists. There's uh, gallery owners here. There's family here, and our village is sort of like a big family. And um, and, and it's just really nice to see people come out and share in Jane's memory and in and, and this wonderful event. Well, it's very heartwarming to me. And like I say, what's extra good is it's not just me feeling better today. It's a combination of people of all ages, and they've mm-hmm. had good positive stories for me. And, and this has just been a really great thing. And I hope you have the opportunity to talk to others today, Mark. Well, there's a list of people. <laughs> we have pictures lined up that Jane has shared with other uh, members of the community. Um, um, could you explain what Jane's art is? Yes, people? because I think that confuses people. Collage art, Mark, is made from a series of previously published pictures. In other words, Jane didn't take the photographs. Jane didn't paint or sketch anything. She took 
uh, photos from periodicals, magazines, books, just about anything that was available with printing. And she would save thousands and thousands of images or partial images. And then she would set a board, approximately maybe we'll say 10 by 14, and she would begin to place these items together to form a new image from many of the old images. And she was very clever at that. And But she always told me when she got them all laid out that that was the end of the creativity. She really didn't even <laughs> want to glue them down, that she wanted to move to the next thing. But when they were all laid out, she oh, would disassemble beautiful. them, adhere them together, and uh, make something very new and different from many older things that were the creativity of others. Beautiful. I know I'm taking you away from your guests, so That's I'm going a- to... Uh, let you go. I'm gonna. I think my next person is gonna talk a little bit more about her art. That would be fine. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Valerie Haynes was up next, and she shared some really touching stories about Jane and the artist community here in Gilbertsville. We were friends and colleagues from that day until she died 19 years later. We very soon formed a women's group uh, here in the village. Uh, We sort of uh, called it Village Women with Nona Slaughter, Diane Gallo, Susie Beto, Alberta Hutchinson, Sarah Sands, and Elizabeth Gale as our core group with many other women coming and going throughout the years uh, uh, that that the group met. Jane was always there, always the friend, a bedrock for our community. Soon Jane and I and Dennis Stahl, Lisa Sorensen, Janice and Paul Irwin, Nona Slaughter, Casper and Shirley Ruth, and a few others formed Gilbertsville Artists, Gilbertsville Arts, or Gaga as we affectionately called it, which quickly grew to include most of the artists in the greater community, such as Betty Fraley, Alberta Hutchinson, Florence Bachman, and Tony Panotti. There are many others, and if more of you, if any of you are here who are in Gaga, I, I hope after I'm through that you will mention that. Our first project was August Arts, and that was a studio tour of the art studios in Gilbertsville, and we met in Jane's living room. Following that, we met monthly at the Legion Hall for potluck dinners, and Jane always reported every month on her art on an arts calendar that she kept of. Uh, for Gaga. With that arts calendar, Jane created a radio show on our local arts scene, which we broadcast on WRFG, our local radio station, of which Jane was also a co-founder, along with Alan Anderson, Carol and Barry Rollbag, Nona Slaughter, and Betty Fraley. WRFG provided a venue for dozens of people uh, to have their own radio program. Our new mayor, Mark Muller, is creating a podcast about WRFG over Labor Day weekend in hopes to help us revive the station. It was in these early years of the 2000s that Jane started having community art shows here, uh, and she promoted the works of probably every single artist in this region. In 2002, I began working at, as the publications editor for William Ender Publishing, a, a global science, uh, applied science publisher in Norwich. And we were publishing this gigantic book called Siddig's Handbook of Toxic and Hazardous Chemicals and Carcinogens, a vast array of critical information on over 2,000 of the most heavily used chemicals of occupational and environmental concern. And we needed help 
I knew Jane had experience with page layout and proofreading, and I hired her for this book and subsequently many others. In 2009, that publishing company was sold overseas, and editorial work was nowhere to be found. This was during the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis. So Jane and I got together and formed our own cooperative publishing house, Illum Writers and Artists. Between 2011 and 2018, we published, Jane and I, by ourselves, published over 50 books of local writers and artists. I did the management and editing, and Jane did the beautiful book design and layout. She did gorgeous work, especially her book covers. Our first book was Alberta Hutchinson's novel, Step by Step. Another of our first books was the very charming children's picture book written and illustrated by Joe Del Giacco called Sammy, A Short Fourth Story. Many, and uh, Joe's coming today, but I guess he's not here yet. Many of the books we published were the works of Alberta Hutchinson, including her many mandala and other adult coloring books. And Jane was the unqualified expert in working with Alberta, which was at times not easy. <laughs> because in a cooperative publishing house, our authors had the most, most of the say uh, in how their books were to be designed. And unlike many authors and illustrators who will gladly accept professional suggestions, Alberta had very strong views that none of her designs or book covers should be altered. Jane used to express her frustrations uh, by banging her head on the you know, keyboard uh, because Alberta's designs weren't square on the page. And I could go on, but I think you get the picture. Oh, well, I do have to tell you one time, Jane wanted to show Alberta something that, you know, a problem that she was having with one of Alberta's designs. And Alberta came over, you know, to Jane's kitchen where her computer was, and Jane said, just look at this, and it was on the, her computer, you know, on her screen. And re Alberta refused to look at the screen because she wouldn't look at a computer. <laughs> so, so we had, we had uh, a fun experience. Anyway, uh, Jane and I both loved uh, working with Alberta, but it was an experience. Uh, well, in addition to Joe Del Giacco in Alberta, uh, during this time, we, pu we published the works of 35 writers and artists, including uh, Jenna Howard, who's here, and uh, uh, Gail, and, um, Heather Ashley, Jerry Rudnitsky, Linda Kurtzman, Harry Barnes, uh, Robert Van Warmer, Betty Fraley, uh, uh, Mary Jane Schaefer, who passed away last year, and Walter Gerbo, and uh, Kathy Jennings, uh, and, and more. But Jane also was the gallery director for Kano. Actually, at the time, I believe it was called Ukka in Oneonta. And she did that for about a year or so. And in addition to all this huge support Jane gave to the artistic community, she created her own wonderfully uh, beautiful, beautiful collages. I loved her erudite sense of humor and was one of her greatest fans. I miss Jane terribly. She was a wonderful friend and colleague. And we all miss her. She was a huge asset to our community but she left behind a great legacy, her art and her great support of fellow artists. Thank you, Jane. That was Valerie Haynes. There were so many more individuals who spoke that afternoon about how the village came together, how they shared in the artwork, how they shared with each other, how they helped each other through tough times. These podcasts are going to continue about twice a month, and the next podcast, you can expect to learn more about Radio Free Gilbertsville. Until then. <laughs>